Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean Man, I had a great topic last week And I just didn't think of anything to start off this week's show with So, What did we talk about last week? Let's just talk about that uh, again The shitty school friends Oh, like, sick. Let's have that same exact conversation. Let's all do over it again. again. I had this one friend. He stretched out all the necks of my T-shirts. What a Hated dick. It. Right. <laughs> okay. So was it last week that I talked about punching my soccer teammates in the balls? Yep. Sick. I couldn't. See, when I talked to Paul about uh, last week's show in the course of the last week, I couldn't even remember if that is something that I brought up last week. So I'm glad that we just covered that. When you were younger, okay, is this just a thing that happens in all boys' bathrooms growing up? Um, I see how your eyebrows raised a little bit. Like, where I'm is ready this to, going? I'm ready to hear, yeah. Did you guys have a competition? Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have a competition to see who could start at the urinal and walk backwards uh. farthest to see who could have the longest distance pee to the urinal? Which now thinking back on it is super gross because mm-hmm. that's just pee particles going everywhere bless that janitor uh, did you do it no i i didn't even hear about this game till i was much older anyways um really but no never did it maybe it's only uh, a catholic think, school thing trying to think if there was in i mean uh, I think we maybe briefly touched on it before. I could never do it, but there were always these fucking kids in my class who could do what, uh, in my area, we called gleeking. I, to this day, can still do that accidentally. I can, yeah. I couldn't do that if I tried, but there has been times when I'm just talking and I accidentally just yeah. squirt all over somebody's face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> been there bro but no there was there was kids that would literally like this was it was very big in junior high this is where it peaked it peaked it it came out of nowhere and then by the time we got to high school everybody was like old enough that was like dude don't fucking spit on me you weirdo but in junior high there oh, were like yeah. three or four kids that would just walk around and like shoot saliva between their bottom teeth or something what? i don't know how they did it still i know for me it somehow like I don't know how it happens, but it it's like it's like a gland underneath your tongue, like like enough pressure and it just oh. like shoots out, like a and fucking spitting cobra. Yes, dude. Weird. And okay. I don't know how it works. I have like huh. it will happen for me, and then I'll spend the next two hours trying to figure out how I did it, and then <laughs> give up and never think about it again until somebody else brings it up. So thanks a lot, Kyle. I know what I'm doing yeah. for the next week. Well, I do that occasionally. Uh, I actually don't think it happens as much. I think I, I noticed it when I used to be on the drink. Uh, my S's, I would whistle a lot. Really? Um, but then I can't, like, whistle that way. I've been trying to do, like, the the, like, the teeth one, like, with that. But uh, I think a lot of it is, like, tongue rolling. And I'm I'm one of those people that, like, genetically, I can't fold my tongue. Can you do it? Like, are you talking about, like, hot dog it? Like this? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm a person, like, no matter how much I try, no matter what, I don't even think surgically I can make my tongue do that. It's not a fact that, like, I don't know how. It's like, that's a genetic thing. My tongue will not curl. 
It never will. It can never be trained to do it. Can you put your finger on your tongue and like press your tongue up and and hot dog your finger? I, yeah, I think to a degree, but not like that, like where it would envelop. I could do it like if I used my other fingers and like folded it like a taco, but mm, soft taco. Your muscular, your wise, like my tongue is built differently. I lack those muscles, and like it's like a genetic thing. You get that genes from your parents. Man, I used to be so jealous of, like, that one kid in middle school that could turn their tongue into, like, a three-leaf clover. Sure. Yep. And, man, I don't—I didn't even know that people of your ilk uh, felt the pain that you did. Yeah, there's—there are dozens of us, but it's the same (laughs) with, like, people that can wiggle their ears, I think. I I don't think you can ever learn to do that. It's like a genetic different set of— muscle distinguishing that they have i can't jeans are fucking cool man i can't wiggle like the tips like i can make them go wow 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 yeah like raise up and down or whatever because that's all just muscles but like the people that could wiggle their ears yeah that too Uh or alfalfa maybe did he do it i think that was Alpha. I mean, Dumbo did it too, but like as a human, yeah, I think it's Alpha. <laughs> Dumbo as a human did not do that. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Uh, I've seen pics of you as a kid. Were you, uh, were, did you grow into your ears? What does that mean? Are you like, did you I have like the big ears, ears that like kind of stick out? Cause they, they don't now. Um, I don't know. Honestly, no. I don't have a picture. Of me, handy? I don't really re- remember seeing it about you, but you did. You do remind me of Junior from Problem Child, which we discussed, and his ears did stick out. Yeah, I think my ears did stick out. So then, yes, in which case, you I grew guess into I did grow into my good. ears. <laughs> Some people <laughs> like don't. I grew in, my nose grew into my fit. No, my nose just got huge. Yeah, it's going to get bigger too. Though you realize that, right? Did you know that? No, but now I'm looking forward to old man Sean with his giant schnoz. Your nose and your ears grow throughout your life, man. Dude, Mm -hmm. my grandpa has got a big old schnoz. Like, dude, I'm going to be able to play. uh, So I'm looking forward (laughs) to a Christmas carol when I'm older, but I want it to be a a rendition of Muppet Christmas Carol, and I can play yep. Gonzo. Okay, yeah, I see. Yeah, I bet you everybody could... thought I was going to say Ebenezer. No, I'm going to play. I'm going to play Gonzo. Yep. I want to play Rizzo the Rat. Is he in that one? Yes, he is. Rizzo's awesome. Yeah, Rizzo's pretty awesome. He's he's like a little skis boy, but he uh, is a skis boy. But he's got a good heart. Yeah, a heart of gold. Like he, a heart he's of, skeezy, heart of but a he's not going to be the one like taking food off of someone's table who needs it. Have you, did you see like the uh, the internet's brief obsession a month ago with the thing called the Chicago Rat Hole? No, I. Oh. <laughs> please tell me, please tell me about this because I'm not going to Google that. No, it, it, you actually should Google it because it's funny. Because it, the reason it blew up is because it uh, like people started making it like a shrine almost. What it is, it's basically like, it's a sidewalk in Chicago that when the cement was wet, there's like, somehow a dead rat ended up on top of it. 
And so, like, there's a permanent spot in the cement that looks like a dead rat. Like, it's just the outline of the dead rat now. And uh, it became, like, this thing. And then people were putting all these, like, religious candles <laughs> next to it. And then people that were, like, leaving change in it. That reminds me of the raccoon in Toronto from, like, 10 years ago. Do you remember this? When a, uh, a raccoon had died and for... It was several days. People just started holding vigils for the yeah, for and then the like raccoon. I think it, I always like when there's like roadkill and somebody stops and gets a get well soon balloon and ties it around the leg. I think that's how this started. Yeah, because I the love raccoon that. was never removed. It wasn't removed for days, and by the time it yeah. was removed, there was candles, there was get well, get well soon cards. Uh, I do remember that. Yeah, because that was that was a raccoon like in a city. It wasn't next yes. to a road. Yeah, yes. I do remember. It was like on the fucking sidewalk. Yes. Dead raccoon. <laughs> was, was that Chicago or New York or something? That was Toronto. It was Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Man, it was, that was, was a good that time or too. Vancouver. It was somewhere in Canada. It's up in the old, the great north. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, love yeah, fishing up, up in the Quebec. Chicago rat hole. What's that? You're gonna look it up. Not currently, not oh. as we speak. I, I. It was cool. I, it did blow up for a while. It was enjoyable. It was one of the more positive things on the internet that like seemed to bring a lot of people together and just joy. And I like those things. Yeah. So it's funny how it it's something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's like something rooted in something morbid, but everybody can kind of appreciate the innocence of it now. Hmm. I also just like things that are. Uh, natural on authentic. I th- I hate when things like that, like you can tell that they did that it there's a, on purpose. Oh yeah, or that there, there's like some corporation behind it trying to make it a thing. You know, mm, yeah. You can always tell the inauthentic push of something. I was just thinking that, like, I think the reason why that is so so endearing is the fact that it's just like it just happened. You yep, know, it's just a thing. It, it just happened. It's not like. And I'm sure somebody, somewhere, someone somewhere is thinking about how much attention that got. And they're like, well, I'm going to do that in my city. Yep. And then it's going to be like, yeah, now it's not special or cool. You ruined it. Yeah, exactly. Um, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Uh, what are we talking You know what about? I've been on a real kick of? <laughs> what, buddy? Uh, I've been watching all of the the uh the movie theater not movie theater movie theater theory oh the game theory and the movie theory like i'm just going through because it's quick 15 minute things and at work Mm -hmm. i'll just put one on and i can just listen to it i don't need to watch a video goes through it and then i'll toss another one on toss another one on dude some of those are really freaking good and those are so entertaining to listen to you want movie you want to talk theory. Yeah, you want to talk offline, man. I got a couple wrecks I can send your way too that are really good stuff. That I like yes. that are also just like small chunk stuff like what you like but nice and in depth. Man, he did this breakdown of uh Willy Wonka and like oh, the, the new odds one? that like was this rigged and also what are the odds that every person every kid that would have found a ticket one how likely oh. is it, it that it was only kids that found found it? And uh, how likely is it that only white kids got tickets? Oh, yeah, that too. 
Yeah. Well, at least in that regard, it was Europe in like no the 40s. That that's another thing. Is it no. not just Dude, because that's we think thing it is? He gets into is that this is actually if you pay attention to everything that's going on in the movie, that is present day when that movie is made, like let's say 1970 in America. Okay, so Wonka's factory is in America. Yeah. Okay. And for some reason, just half the people in town speak with Are English accents. Super British. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like that aspect of it, I guess. It, dude, it was mind-melting. Just like, he's like, if you freeze frame right here and in this scene, you can see that this symbol right here, which didn't even gain prominence until these years. <laughs> it's like, huh. dude. You're blowing my mind. deep. I've actually been, uh... Been going real retro, Shawnee. Yeah? Been playing a uh, a PS2 RPG, buddy. What are you playing? It's this game called Ring of Red, which I played sporadically back in the day, but I never beat it. And it came into my mind recently, and I really wanted to uh, play it. And I've had it on my PSN PlayStation 3 for a long time. And uh, so I just decided to fuck it and get into it. And... I think I remember now why it took me a while to get back into it any other time I tried. Because it's cool, it's fun, but man, the battles are so fucking long, dude. It reminds me of... Man, what is that game that just got remade for the Switch that was on the GBA? Advance... It reminds me of Advance Wars. Sure. um, But also, like, PS2 era graphics yep well it's cool i mean so it is it's a military sim what's cool is it's like alternate history world war ii where like the everything's just kind of at a stalemate and now like of course japan has mechs but what's cool is that the mechs are like they're not sleek or whatever they're like they would be in like world war ii war they're like real rugged and tank-like and uh, so that's a cool, interesting thing. The reason that uh, it's a tactics game, but the reason why I'm figuring out that the game takes so long to play is that like each time you fight with each character, then it goes into like this new battlefield mold where you control your mech and you have to like move it back or forwards because each one, of course, it's like rock, paper, scissors. Like wow. you have different attack ranges and then like, you have to wait for your shit to load. And then when you like fire the gun, then there's like, it goes to a first person mode of like your targeting reticle. And you just got to wait for like the percentage to go up or else, you know, you're guaranteed to miss. It's cool, but it's, uh, it's, I don't know if I'm going to get all the way through it. Cause dude, I was on like the fourth fight in the whole game the other day. And I feel like it took me 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah, to do the fourth fight, dude. That's pretty insane. I'm I pulled it up on uh you know as we all know IGN is the definitive sure thing for game ratings um and the sarcasm <laughs> right there. But this came out in two thousand. It got rated an eight point five. Yeah, this it's pretty pretty well good game. Like, the story is pretty awesome. I and mean, Konami. It, yeah, it's Konami. Huh. 
And it's an RPG and like it's a tactics too. And like, you know, the different parts of the battlefield come into there's a lot of mechanics in it. It's pretty sweet. And my ADHD is really clicking with a lot of the different things you can do. Oh, heck yeah. Cause each uh you get like you have your mech, and then you have like three different party member, like they're just generic soldier people, but they each have like their own unique abilities, sorta, that you can bring in and like uh the it like the f- fourth fight i did is like i had five days to complete it five days in time so like it progresses through a day and night cycle and at night like you're fucking targeting you start out at like 15 to 20 percent where usually you start out from 50 and you climb but you start out at like 20 percent so each shot takes longer to try to like get lined up but i have one dude on my dude Uh, team that has like a flare shot so I can use him and shoot a flare over the enemy and then all of a sudden it's like daytime so it's just got all kinds of cool shit like that that you can play with and I love stuff like that so that's what I'm into we'll see how long I stick yeah who knows as we both know we're getting older ADHD you know Mm -hmm. it can only captivate you for so long it does say that the how long to be is about 55 hours yep that's that's a good chunk of change. What did you say you're playing it on? Are you playing it on your PSP? Uh, on my PS3, my PlayStation 3. But um, it's a PS2 game. Uh, but it was during that. There was a brief time when, like, you could get PS2 games on the PSN. Uh, yeah. They don't have them anymore. So it's like one of those. Well, are you? It's not on this able, PS3. Are so. you not able to play that on your Vita? Uh, not that one. I think you can do PS2 on the Vita. I, I looked into it. Oh, you can do the that's, PS1. That's super fucking lame. Uh-huh. And you can do, like, the Vita specifics, which are usually ports of PS3 titles. But, uh, because I, I did want to play it on my Vita. I was like, oh, this would be an awesome one on the Vita, but I couldn't. It looks like so. it would be perfect. I know, but. Woof. It's funny that you mentioned retro, uh, because a friend of mine and Nerdy Thursday, Baz, um, messaged me the other day that he picked up Prison City uh, on Steam. Um, P- Puzzle uh, Prison City and Pixel Noir, but I checked out Prison City and it looks like it is ripped straight off of an NES. And just like, <laughs> dude, I hit the trailer and the beat starts just just start going, and I'm like, oh yeah? fuck yeah, I'm so into this. Like, sign me up. I might end up playing through that. For I had a Prison bucks, Architect. That's not too bad for for a game like that. But I've never heard of Prison City. I'd like. Uh, I think it's down. relatively new. I'll I'll send it over to you. Okay. Man, wait until you see. Actually, can I just forward this through here? Probably. Uh, copy message link. Congrats, everybody! You're you're going through this with me. <laughs> oh, I heard it beep. That means it's sent. Yeah, it's uh, different. What else? Uh, anyways. I remember. Hmm. All right. Anyways, doesn't really matter, dude. All right, there you go. Okay. Check Riveting that stuff. graphic <laughs> out. Oh, oh god. Yo, dude's got like a laser eye. It's oh, all shit. like purple and oh, yeah, blue that's cool neon. Looking. He looks straight out of like Escape from New York. It does. It does look very Snake Pliskeny, which I'm into. Hmm. Anyways, 
Uh, lots of really odd, awkward audio there as I searched and oh, tried well. to figure out how to do that. Fuck but the listeners. I don't care. Uh, Leaving it I in. picked up, did you did you get that Humble Bundle Mega Man collection? No, you, because you probably I already had half them. of them. Yeah. I, big, I picked it up because I got... Because I didn't own any of those, so I got all of those. And what? That was hella worth it, yeah. Dude, I'll do a Mega Man, whatever Mega Man you want to do, I'll do an episode sure. on that any time. If you I own all of them. and beat one, let me know yeah. which one, and I'll and I'll play it again okay. and beat it again. Oh, yeah. I got the X ones, too, and the Zeros. It was yeah. all, I was like, dude, this is fucking great. Dude, they're all so good. Fucking great! Um, I might have owned one of them, but oh, well. <laughs> the the legacy collections have been out for so many years i would be surprised yeah. if you didn't have them at all maybe but. i just downloaded rom anyway oh yes dude we watched a movie mm-hmm mm-hmm uh-huh. More of a Sam Elliott there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this movie, especially. Uh, wow. Very, very restrained in this flick. Uh, okay. For, first off. Yeah. Real quick. We watched, because this is, this is a movie title that I think I've messed up every single time that I've ever said it out loud, ever. But we mm. watched The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Yeah. Kyle, was this movie what you expected it to be? I think Hearing overall, yeah. Yeah, I think overall. I mean, it, it really does tell you right there in the title <laughs> what it is. Um, I think uh, this movie had some really cool concepts and some really cool ideas. And... I feel like it underdelivered on almost everything. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Like, similar to last week, I when I started this movie, I was confused why this was classified in the bad, good movie category. I, I and, listen, I th- when I brought this up, I think you just made the assumption. That Is that was, what I did? Okay. I think you just made the assumption because Paul had told me that he saw this in theaters and rather enjoyed it, but doesn't think a lot of people would have uh, left the theaters thinking that it was that great. Even yeah, though I, I like, tell you what, that they wouldn't have understood what it was about. I I, I get, I agree with Paul a hundred percent. I, like I said, I think this movie had some really cool ideas and uh, I, I think it just it, it, it falls kind of short. I think I think a bigger budget would have helped this movie out. And uh, personally, me, I'd have cut the Bigfoot shit completely. Hmm. Because I thought the shit that they were talking about with the Hitler murdery stuff was a lot more interesting. And a lot more exciting. And I feel the Bigfoot stuff. Like, I didn't know. Is this movie trying to be silly? No. I didn't think so. 
But I also did think so at times. Okay. Just because, like, the, the whole way that it approached the Bigfoot. I didn't... It was weird. I might have, like... I don't think I went into it with the wrong headspace, per se. Because I did... Like I said, I... Here's the thing. I thought this movie was awesome when it started. And then by the end, I was like, I, I was like Paul, I guess. I kind of left kind of like just overall blah like. Um, I don't think he was blah on the movie. He, he thought other people were. understand why though. other people yeah. were. Yeah. And I think I can also see that as well. I didn't leave this movie thinking blah. I, I really enjoyed this movie, not to... Uh, really bury the lead here. And it actually got me, you know, in the time that I was kind of, you know, waiting for you to get home from work and stuff like that. I went on, I, I read articles on this and like mm-hmm. um, did more deeper dives into, you know, analysis of that, this movie, because I was very curious, like a lot of the thoughts that I was having about what transpired his, uh, emotions through the movie and stuff like that. And I feel like I, I was like, man, I feel like I'm on a right track here. Let me just kind of dive in and see what other people are like taking out of this. And I was pleased to see that a lot of people had a lot of the same thoughts that I did. Um, but I could also see why someone would walk away from this movie and be like, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. It just, uh, I don't know, for me personally, I think it would have been cooler to have the Ron Livingston mysterious agent guy be a framing device and the entire movie is him retelling his story of the assassinating of Hitler, like the the setup into it, sneaking into the country, getting through, you know, almost sort of inglorious bastardsy, like the tension of like trying to pass himself off. Mm-hmm. Like killing Hitler, trying to get back, dude. You just killed Hitler. I love the idea that there, there were like three other Hitlers, and he mentions how like they all die. That's a really cool idea. I love the idea that like he didn't really accomplish anything because, yes. as we know now, living in this current fucking year, Sean, that Nazism is still spreading. You can kill Hitler, but the idea still remains. Killing the man doesn't stop the evil, which is unfortunate. So- I think that I think that's the whole point of this movie mm-hmm. is uh, and, and what I liked out of it is that okay so imagine you were imagine you were the the guy that killed Hitler right you would think I I would think before watching this movie like oh man imagine being the guy that killed Hitler like that's you know that's what a not an honor but like what a prestige you know it's Mm -hmm. and it's not even a prestige but it's something like oh man that's the guy that did that but the dude's miserable he's living a life of nothing but regrets because he agreed to go on this mission for something that wasn't even worth it like there Mm -hmm. was no point he just the idea of hitler had already grown to the point where killing him didn't even matter. So he gave up everything for nothing. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea that, like, no matter what, you can you can stop this here, but it's going to keep showing its face. It's always going to return. The monster's always going to return. Fascism will 
rear its ugly head. And the Bigfoot at the end is kind of it rearing up again. But this is his chance to actually, because killing Bigfoot here, spoilers, is a way to save, actually save and make an impact. Because killing Bigfoot, it's like killing Hitler, was that actually saving everything? No, like eventually that was going to happen. But if it wasn't going to kill Bigfoot here and, you know, he makes a big point about talking about it didn't matter. They had three different Hitlers because it's all a costume. One dies, you just put another person in this. Nobody's going to know unless they look closely. And who's going to look closely? It's the ideal. That stupid mustache was for. Bigfoot looks so shitty in his costume because it's just another shitty costume that he's mm-hmm. got to he's got to put out put away you know and i like his when he does that and he actually makes an impact it's almost like he finds his peace he does find his peace i don't understand why he fakes his death and then just yeah doesn't i don't understand that death. either <laughs> I, that's so <laughs> weird to me because then he just <laughs> still comes no home um he shows back but, up in town at the freaking play. And everybody's just like, oh, hey, it's that dude we went to your funeral for. What's up, bro? Okay. Yeah. That Whatever. That was really fucking dumb. I mean, again, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. Uh, the Bigfoot stuff feels almost like tacked on. And I don't know if it was. But it just, it didn't have the same impact as the first part. I thought it was cool, and I also, I feel they fake Chekhov's gunned me here. Uh, I was thinking that, uh, you know how he, like, when he goes to assassinate Hitler and he has that thing hidden in his heel, I thought that was going to come back because he keeps fucking with his shoe this whole movie. I thought that's how he was going to take Bigfoot out in this fight, was he was going to have part of a fucking thing hidden in that shoe still, and... Uh, no, it was just a stone because he had the ring in it when he was, and he'd finally let that pain go. And that's why he could finally take the stone out of his shoe, which Mm -hmm. again, a nice metaphor, easy to understand. Uh, I thought it could have been better with (laughs) him remembering or using that thing again. I don't know. Just me. I'm not trying to be nitpicky. Yeah. Just things I I think I didn't even think about that. Honestly, like that's a, that's a good catch. I thought with his heel early on, I thought he had because obviously what he went into see uh, went into Hitler's chambers, which, dude, I thought every time they cut back to this, this was so brilliantly shot. And I loved his backstory about how he's just, just this American that knows 20 different languages. And he's been really just on this long mission to he's tracking, he's tracing, he's waiting for the right opportunity and then when he goes in and he checks his gun and all that stuff, but he's got flask as part of a gun. He's got a piece hidden in his hat, a piece hidden in his shoe. And he's just walking down, just putting together this silenced pistol, which wouldn't have worked at all. But um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a it was very, very cool scene. James Bondy spy-esque. It was, yeah. again, it was cool. It was fun. I was interested in that. And then, like, we don't get any more of that through the rest of the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. this is more of a story like for anybody listening that hasn't watched this movie, like these scenes that we're talking about are very much. So it's all flashbacks. The majority of this movie is 
Sam Elliott's character, you know, it's the same guy that we're seeing flashbacks of Barr. Um, what was it? Calvin Barr. And uh, it's him kind of looking towards the tail end of his life and just constantly in this contemplative state of looking back and thinking about all of the things that he lost because of this thing he can't even talk about. And he so he keeps cutting back to this mission, meeting Maxine, falling in love, going on this mission. She dies really young and like he never got to propose like i think i don't know what's in that box that he dug up maybe it's the ring i thought it was maybe it's a gun that he i still think it is a gun yeah yeah uh because he keeps saying like to his dog ralph maybe tomorrow but he also says maybe i'll quit drinking tomorrow like Mm -hmm. it's always he is always looking forward to the next day which is nice because I thought he was going to off himself by the end of the the movie. <laughs> Not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, especially when we both thought it was a gun in the box. Uh, it's it's a reasonable assumption to make. Um, I like that they keep it a secret, though. I think it's fun Same. that we can guess. I, in another one of the articles that I had read, they speculated that you're just never supposed to know. Because, hey... Maybe it's something about he doesn't have to be defined just as the guy who killed Hitler. You know, Uh it's like he does have this other life that we don't know about that he has parts that he holds dearly to himself. And that's fine. Whatever. Like, that's cool. I'm glad that we don't know. Like, I don't want him to open up that box and his face glow gold like Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. It was a... uh... What else? Oh, I really enjoyed uh, when he's talking to the bartender. Uh, of course, that beautiful Sam Elliott crass sarcasm when he says something off putting to him and then Sam Elliott criticizes his cheap, shitty, watered down drinks and his wobbly like, stool. Yeah, that, I, I like that. And I mean, Sam Elliott's just fucking great. Uh, it is a little unfortunate. You can definitely see his age in this flick. Yeah, uh, especially they, they help the him out a lot. Half. Yeah, yeah. Like man, after he he has like the fight with uh, with Bigfoot, and like he's laying there, and like the lights just bearing on him, you can see just like the age in his neck and his face. Yeah, and it was kind of really sad. But I noticed it because really uh, he did most of his own stunts for this movie. Which fucking hell yeah, Sam Elliott, keep doing it. Uh, the, the fight scene with the three toughies at the beginning, like, there's a lot of, like, he leans on them and they just, like, stunt fall. They're like, oh, you got, you know, like, <laughs> a bit, a bit. I do like when he fucking wings the pipe at the one dude. It was a cool scene. Again, yes. really cool scene. I feel like this movie shoots its whole load, like, in the first 20 minutes. And then it's just a slog of getting through and, like, emotions and, ah. Uh, <laughs> and then Bigfoot comes in, and I thought, all right, something cool is going to happen, and really didn't. Although, I mean, I also thought it was weird. Like, we hear about Bigfoot, and then the very next thing that we get exposed to about Bigfoot is, like, seeing him in Calvin's scope getting shot in the head and then, you know, not dying. 
which was also just a hell of a way to introduce us to this character. It could have been cooler, like showing him tracking him for like a little bit. And like we get glimpses of Bigfoot, but no, like just, Oh, here's Bigfoot. This here, this mythical creature, bada boom. Oh, headshot immediately. Snap cut headshot. Yeah. So weird. Again, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I just think more budget. It could have been a lot better. I I struggled a lot with um, some of the in-between points. Uh-huh. He, you know, when he goes to get recruited on this mission, because he, you know, it's basically a mutated, it's basically a mu- mutated flu. It's going to cause this crazy epidemic, pandemic. Thankfully, it hasn't gotten to the verge yet. This came out in 2018-19, which is nuts. Um, but he's like one of the ones that's got an immunity to this because, okay, his blood's frozen. Reasons. Sure. You know, he, he was also service, yeah, blood fine. does not keep that fucking long, bro. <laughs> fine. You know what though? Fine. Yeah, of I course. can, I can follow those strings. Suspension of disbelief. Exactly. I suspended my disbelief, but he was steadfast. Like, no, I really did like that interaction between the officials and him when that was you know, my second favorite with, part of the whole movie, dude. I yeah. really loved all of that. I'm going to put some coffee on. We just ate. I didn't offer you snack. I offered you coffee. And uh, then he doesn't great. give and him the way coffee. That he brings that around at the end. Yeah. But, that was so like, good. He was so steadfast against it, especially since like he opened up about his emotions about oh, what he felt about, Hitler. you know, killing Hitler and like, I really enjoyed that. But then out of nowhere, after like sitting with his brother and drinking hot cocoa, next thing you know, he's up in Canada about to go hunt Bigfoot. It's like, man, like a little bit of I get there's a point A to point B, but like, can can you extend that a little bit and maybe give me a little bit more of a why he changed or like that conversation? I guess it didn't need to happen. Just my personal taste, I would have liked to have seen that. And also, like, like his own faking his own death thing, was that a government-mandated thing? Yeah. Again, I don't know. It's so weird. It's never explained. And he, they, we literally see his funeral, and then he's just at a fucking play in the same town. Yeah. Because, like, there was also the time when he was on the mission to kill Hitler and like maybe when he got back, when he couldn't even see Maxine, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't see his brother. He had to maybe pretend like he was dead again or something like that. I don't know, but it's not explained and it's absolutely not explained for this piece at all. Like, I don't know that that doesn't make any sense, but huh? Uh, I also really liked uh, the gypsy scene where he's shaving him. Yeah. And then uh, that also reminded me of like, I don't know if you had to read it. it There's this short story we had to read in like, again, I think it was, it was either junior high or like early high school where it's about like, it's a barber who works in this like small South American town and uh, the the big crazy dictator like comes through his town and goes into his barber shop and like specifically wants a shave and it's all about like how the barber knows that like you know his neck's right here i could kill him him. and i could save a lot of people but would it save it and then like and then like 
the dictator guy also he's like hey you know you could kill me right now and it, it's it's a cool story and i think i if i did more research i'd almost bet this scene was based or influenced by that short story hmm um but i really liked it and i liked how i mean right there the guy tells us the whole basis of the movie he's like he didn't cut him shaven so he has to cut him for the mission to succeed but in doing so they're both cursed i would have liked how was the gypsy guy cursed how was his life affected again I feel like that's the cooler story. This whole no, they only would have both been cursed if they if he cut them if he cut him because either one of them made it so he cut him. Like if he, he did purposed... do that though, he said that he cuts him behind the ear at the last second because he didn't he didn't cut him shaven. Oh, I missed that part where he cuts yeah, him behind he, the ear. He so he he didn't cut him shaven at all. And he talks, but he's like, I didn't cut you. And then he just does a quick. He cuts him right behind the ear, and he's like. Now your mission will succeed, but we are both cursed. Hmm. So, and that's, I, I wanted to bring that up earlier when we were talking about this scene, uh, because I feel like he is cursed throughout the movie because his love does die. And then, um, you know, it, he's estranged from everybody. He's lonely. Uh, he ends up having to go fight Bigfoot. So in a way he is cursed. He loses everything. But he does kill Hitler. His mission succeeds. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a, a cool thing. I just, again, I would have liked to have expanded that more. What happened to the the Romany Gypsy guy? They were linked in a way. So that's, again, it's just another thread that they're just like, okay, dropping that. We're moving on. Not so, his story, bro. Yeah. Also, I love Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott is a badass in this movie. No way that motherfucker was catching himself barehanded on that cliff. Or did you see him free climbing up that fucking mountain face? Uh, dude, no. that scene. Ain't, okay. Ain't no he, way. He threw fisticuffs with, with Bigfoot and him free climbing 200 feet up a cliff was the most yeah. unrealistic scene in this <laughs> exactly. movie. Exactly. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, <laughs> I know this dude's about to meet Bigfoot. This is the stupidest, most unrealistic thing in this whole movie. <laughs> dude, he was doing that with, uh, okay. A, a rifle slung over his shoulder. And a broken pinky. That's that when he pulled himself his up ring from finger. that. Yeah. But did he climb up the mountain? I thought he climbed up the mountain first before no. he broke his finger. That was no. after he'd already done the yes. finger thing? Oh, my yes. God, dude. Yeah. It was real. It was not. It wasn't great. <laughs> no, they should have cut that whole scene. Not worth it, dude. Yeah. I think so. But Maybe they should have put that time into just explaining why he had a funeral. Agree, but Just what are you going to do, huh? What are you going to do? Mm. Huh? You know what I also liked about this movie? 90 minutes. It was. Uh, so when I pulled it up, I almost sent you a pic of the total runtime. 98 like, oh, minutes. Yeah, that was very nice. Thank you guys for that. Yes. Uh, very big fan of that. Yeah. Well, I did. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I get, I guess, to a degree, maybe it was supposed to be crappy. But man, that fucking Bigfoot costume, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really bad. I mean, I Why guess does it, it have bigger eyes than feet? I don't know. What was up with that? I don't know. Ha has anybody... Okay, so I was of a couple of minds. I thought off the rip 
I thought that it looked bad at first glance. And then the more that it showed it, the more that I was like, oh, I guess this isn't that bad. And then the eyes, because it's, I don't know, it's just a take. But then the more that I saw them saying that costume was probably intentionally bad, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that because I really didn't think it looked that bad. I just thought it was odd, especially sure. the eyes. And I, I think, I think they did a benefit by not focusing on the face because every time they like show the face, it's like moving in this weird way and you can't focus on it. Mm-hmm. But I think they the the face or at least the eyes were definitely CG, and I think that's why they made it quick and rough looking because. With whatever budget they had, it probably didn't look great. Because even when I could see it, I was like, "Man, that looks something's off there." Yeah, but uh, almost when like it was too like glossy. Yes, very glossy. Yeah, and when it was standing there, though, I thought that looked it looked pretty good. It was like a a weird tall monkey suit. Yeah. Um, when they were squared off against each other, it, the perspective of him to Bigfoot, like that, was a, a really cool visual. Uh, but after Bigfoot, quote unquote, died on the rock, like he looked very, very diminutive, you know, and he looked like, like Sam Elliott in the Bigfoot costume. It was like a scrawny legged yeah. armed old man. Yeah. But also got to remember that Bigfoot's like sick and yeah. is infecting and killing everything in a 20 mile radius. It also didn't seem to have a nose. It had like a skull nose. Did it you... was rotted off. Yeah. His Is nose that what it had? Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was It was like a bloody stump. Again, I couldn't focus on it very well. And I watched it on my big screen. It was very. This is right before he bit, uh, bit Sam Elliott's ear off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell if he did because when he gets up, you see both of his ears and they're both fine. And then later he has a bandage, a huge bandage. But yes, yeah. literally seconds after he bites part of his ear off. And you see him spit it out. Ears. Yeah. yeah, he totally had both. OK, so you saw it, too. Oh, yeah, I saw it, too. OK, 100 percent. That's the first thing I look for for some yeah. reason. Me, too. I was like, oh, oh, did they? I was like, oh, they didn't even try. They no. didn't even put some red paint on it. Come on. <laughs> right? Blast them with a little bit of spray paint. Yeah, Jesus. Could have done something, but oh, well, yeah. Oh, man. Dude, I don't. there's not a, a lot to. Unfortunately, there's not a lot to talk about in this movie. Yeah. Which is fine. It's I don't think we're gonna be able to hit that on every movie. Which is, and I also don't want to struggle to. I I think we've hit everything that the movie has. Uh, I don't know. We that's the thing. Like, I don't hate this movie. I, I don't want to shit on it, and I don't feel like I have. But I didn't love this movie. I liked a lot of things about it. But it's different mm-hmm. from like that fucking Eddie vacation movie where we could just shit over so much. There's so much bad. Yeah. You want to go back and shit on that movie some more? (sighs) Here's the thing though. Even coming into this, I, I I hated to say it, but like, if you ask me right now, uh, I'd probably watch the Eddie vacation before I watch this again. Stop. Weirdly enough. Cause I feel like I could shit on the Eddie one enough and enjoy this one. I would, I, I'd treat it like I do a full metal jacket where I'd stop it uh, before we get to the Bigfoot stuff. I'd like watch mm. the, all that first half and be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Stop. You know, <laughs> I, 
I think it's easier to go back to Christmas Vacation too with the mindset of I can't wait to talk so much shit about this. Yeah, and laugh about. I would like to maybe contemplate doing a riff tracks to that. Uh, okay. No, <laughs> he says. No, I mean, okay. Here's the thing: one of us yeah. would have to rent it again. Oh, that is true. I didn't fucking buy it. God. And damn then it. literally for anybody to even get any value out of our riff track. Yeah. They would also have to rent. Yeah, you're and right. I really don't want to support this. I don't either. All. all right. Fair enough. Good point. You did our listeners a favor and us. Or maybe <laughs> not. Or do we do it? And I. Re- OK, let's reach out to Randy Quaid. OK, I know okay. you've reached out to a lot of people on the Twitter. Here's the thing. I hate Randy Quaid. Yeah. But you know what? I'll do it. Sick. Hey, if you see an uptick in rentals for this movie, we want a 25% kickback here. <laughs> I will I will fucking reach out to see if Randy Quaid wants to come do a riff tracks for Christmas Vacation 2. Fuck it. Let's see what happens. Dude, he might be Okay, here's the thing. He might be He's so literally desperate. insane enough. This is the first one I feel we have a shot at. Okay, which, let me just say, I think he's desperate enough that he might say yes. And two, I don't even know what I would say if you texted me tomorrow and you're like, hey, Randy Quaid's in. I'd be like, what? Yeah. Fuck it, man. I'll I'll see. Worst that'll happen is I get ignored, which, fine, keep ignoring me, Randy Quaid. We're real good at that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. If's this might be fun, but, uh, okay. Until then, you want to give this thing a rating, buddy. Sure. <sighs> hmm. Okay. I've got a rating for you. I've got one too, but go ahead. Okay. Kyle, uh-huh. uh, you are out on a secret mission to kill Hitler. Um, uh-huh. And you're, you're gone for X amount of time and you've left your love behind, but your love will never stop writing you postcards until she dies and letters and stuff. And you get back and, uh, it's trash day, right? And you've got to get rid of all these painful memories. She has written you 231 letters. How many of those are you going to put into a box that you then put into the trash can on trash day. Okay. Out of 230? 231. I'm going to say 171. Okay. That is, that is higher than I thought you were going to say. That's around the... How much did you say? 171. That's around the C plus area, I'd wager. That's what I was shooting for. That's a 74. Yeah. So what is that? That's C? C? C plus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm shooting for. This movie, for the most part, was very middle of the road for me. A little little bit above. Um, As I said earlier, I'm really not in a rush to rewatch it again. If I do, I'd probably stop it halfway, but... Uh, I didn't find it offensive. And in fact, there were a lot of parts of this movie I really, really liked. Uh, And I can't knock them for not going down that route, but I just would have liked, I think, to see more of that story personally. But uh, again, I thought it was a really cool concept. I thought the Bigfoot stuff was a little eh. But other than that, 
And I'll take all the Sam Elliott I can get. Hell yeah. And uh, the fucking, the one guy too. His Who, his brother? No, I like him in Hitler? some things. Not Hitler. Who did play Hitler? Uh, his uh, name is Joe Lucas. Oh, I've never heard of him. Are you talking about Aiden Turner, the young Kelvin Barr? I'm talking about the, the fucking FBI agent who I can't, he's in office space and he's not in the top of the fucking cast list here. I can. I just had his name when we started this, and now yeah, because you, I'm, you literally said his name earlier. I did. What the hell was that guy's name? I'm scrolling through because Ron Livingston. God damn it! There it is. Ron Livingston. Yes, uh, Ron Livingston is fucking great. I love him. So I was really stoked when I saw him, and he's great in this movie. So yeah, nailed it. Sean, similar situation. You are on a secret clandestine mission to murder Hitler, except you have a ragtag self-assembled gun made up of 10 different parts. On your way down the hallway to assassinate Hitler, how many parts of this gun are you getting assembled on a scale of 1 to 10? I do want to let you know, by the number of parts that you've given me, as a completed gun, uh, pretty much no matter what, I'm going to be lo- rating this lower than your rating, which is very shocking <laughs> considering how we both talked about this movie. But I'm getting seven of those parts uh, put together by the time I get to the end of the hallway. So seven out of 10, 70%. Um, it may maybe come as a surprise as to how much I kind of talked this movie up. I don't love this movie. I, I don't yeah. hate it. I don't love it. It it's, is a movie that made me think a lot. And, you know, I was trying to think about his motivations and why he was feeling that way. I spent most of the movie trying to figure out really where his perspective and his his thought process was as to why, you know, he was feeling all those feelings towards the end of the movie. And obviously it unfolds that with you know, giving everything away to do his duty that really, you know, should have been a high in his life that was utterly just kind of meaningless. And mm-hmm. I, it, I enjoyed that feeling that it gave me of trying to piece this together. I like the movie. There's a lot of things that were left to be desired. Um, man, I love me some Sam Elliott, dude. Like, I could yeah. just watch him in everything. I don't even care. Like, it was good. Um, But yeah, 7 out of 10, I feel feel good about that. Okay. Which we both sit higher than the 5.7 that this is rated on IMDb. I could could feel that, too. Um, I could also uh... feel that, especially since IMDb skews lower than our rating, obviously. Like... Well, we're also famously generous. I would want to be, if I was a filmmaker, I would want to be reviewed by you and I. Because <laughs> yeah, we're very you're gracious. You're getting eights, nines, and tens, or a zero. <laughs> Generally, yeah. Although this movie today got seven, one of our lower numbers, which for us <laughs> says something. But uh, this is anyways. 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, now, that's pretty high. Shocked that about is, that, so. Th- that is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, 
That is more in line with what we rated it. So, makes sense. We are Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez, we're rotten. We're little stinkers. <laughs> little stinkers. Speaking of little stinkers, we're going to have our buddy on next week, our good buddy Michael. Yeah. What are we As doing? we talk about Slay the Spur. Oh, fuck yeah, we are. Slay the Spire. We're going to slay that Spire so hard. So if y'all have played that, which I think I was the last person I know of to play it. Maybe? Uh, I mean, I just played it the other day. Well, I mean, just but you guys have had it for a long time. I'm saying, oh yeah, I I've just had that bought game it like since launch. Yeah, I just bought it like what three months ago. Yeah, three or four you still months ago. That so. bad boy? Oh yeah, uh, nice. And I will be redoubling it to play it before we record again this week because cool. I've still only gotten one complete one run through. I'd like to beat it one more time at least before we record. So okay. Cool. Um, uh, sneak yeah. sneak peek. Who have you beaten it with? Uh, I've I've only beaten it with the uh, the poison guy. Okay, the silent. Yeah. Cool. So, are you gonna try to get a complete run with somebody else? Yeah, I'd like to do. I really like the the robot guy. Okay. Okay. Um, I have a lot of fun with his deck, and I've gotten pretty far with him. Um, nice. I think I just understand the poison deck more, so I got I'm better with it. It's yeah. more with what I'm familiar with in a card-based game. I was absolutely drawn to the poison style as well, as yeah. opposed to the ironclads, build a bunch yeah. of armor, hit really hard. I'd much rather just poke you with poison and then yeah. just like poison, and then poison, poison. Turtle and up then, and make you come at yes. me, and then you just you just bathe in the poison I, I threw at you, and I'm like <laughs> There's absolutely times where I play that where I can kill him. If I like yeah, poison, but, poison, poison, and then hit him. But I'm like, no, pass the turn. Oh, you, you got poisoned. I'm so sorry. I win anyways. Oh, I love it. Yeah, died. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. So uh, until next week, folks, uh, I guess, boy, go Bigfoot yourself. Mm. Yeah, exactly. is really tough okay kyle yeah would you rather would you have rather have to live the rest of your life with the guilt of uh having killed someone you can figure out you can make up whatever sure. scenario you want to have killed someone or Already did <laughs> okay <laughs> or live the rest of your life but you you feel guilty about killing them mm-hmm Okay. Or live the rest of your life having lost what you know as your one true love. Which would I rather do? Yep. Jesus. I guess probably still the second one, man. I don't know. Taking somebody's life is a huge guilt, I feel. Probably. I mean, that would that would weigh on me. I'd probably... Boy, that's a t- that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Hey, 
niche audience members, niche listeners, let us know. How is the guilt of killing somebody? Somebody out there listening has got to know. Let us know. (laughs) Tell us anonymously. We won't tell. (laughs) Oh, man. Later, folks.